You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, welcome to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Dr. Robin Gansert. This is our Thanksgiving special, and as we enter the holiday season, we all have so much to be grateful for. You know, I am certainly grateful for my family, for my friends, for my four-legged, very special friends in my life, like Gatsby and Chaz and Daisy and Rosebud and Poochie. These are all very special animals in my life, and I know you have your wonderful pets who are your very special friends and part of your family, and something that I know we all give thanks for. The power of the human animal bond. You know, I also want to give thanks to so many of those soldiers and the war dogs who we've reunited over this past year. I'm thankful for Sergeant Dino Miller and his service to our country in the Marines and his contract working dog Thor. I'm also thankful for Sergeant Jason Bost and his beautiful war dog Sela. I am grateful for Sergeant James Harrington and his war dog Reiki. And I'm grateful for Specialist Brent Gromit and his military working dog, Maddie, who we just reunited against all odds uh, about a week ago. You know, this Thanksgiving for the Gromits will be one that they never forget. I was visiting with Debbie Gromit and she said, Robin, having this war dog back in my son's life has given me my son back. That's Thanksgiving. It's a time for us to be celebrating the holidays with friends, with family members, and especially celebrating what it means to be humane. We'll be right back after this brief message with our guest, Don Gromit, a hero dad. We're going to hear his story about how he fought to get military working dog Maddie back home with his son. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Well, hello, this is Dr. Robin Ganser back on Pet Life Radio on our weekly show, Be Humane. And as I mentioned in our opening, this is a very special show. This is our Thanksgiving special, and it's the time when we can celebrate family, friends, and certainly the American traditions that we've come to love and cherish all of these years together. Well, my very special guest today is a hero dad, Don Gromit, and a hero mom, Debbie Gromit, who have fought hard and really against all odds to make sure that their military working dog, Maddie, who served alongside their son, Specialist Brent Gromit, was returned home to Brent so that Maddie could live a forever loving home with their wonderful son who served in the War on Terror. I'd like to welcome today Don and Debbie Gromit to our show. How are you today? We're good, Robin. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, Don, let's walk back a little bit and share with our listeners how you and I got to meet and uh, what we started to do at the very beginning to work to get Maddie home. 
It's amazing, isn't it? It is absolutely amazing. And and it was a couple of months ago when the VFW radio introduced me to Don. And Don, I just knew right away in our phone calls together that we had to find a way to bring Maddie home. And I know that our listeners may be familiar with the story and some may not, but we know that your son was injured serving in Afghanistan alongside his dog, Maddie. And uh, what happened when Brent came home and what happened to Maddie at that particular point in time? Take us back a year ago when all of that happened and they came home. Well, Brent came back to the United States and he landed in a full base on the East Coast. He thinks it was in New Jersey, but he wasn't really sure because it was night. And uh, two gentlemen there met him and said, Specialist Donnie, you have 10 minutes to say goodbye to your dog. They took Maddie and uh, put him in a kennel truck and drove off with him. Well, Maddie was screaming and crying and trying to get out of the, the kennel truck. And that's the last thing my son had to remember this dog by. And so when we met him, he was kind of withdrawn. And, well, he wasn't my son. He was, you know, looked like my son, talked like my son. Definitely didn't act like my son. He was all, he wasn't happy. He wasn't the outgoing kid that we sent off the war. And um, from that point on, I knew I had to do something to get this dog returned. So I started searching in July and finally found Maddie at Fort Bragg in late November, early December of 2013. And uh, they informed me that all of Maddie's records had been lost. And they didn't even know who his handler was. So they sent new adoption papers and my son filled them out again. And we faxed them back, and we had a fax confirmation. We had a confirmation from Fort Bragg that uh, Maddie had, in fact, uh, they had received his adoption papers, and that everything looked good, and by February, we should be hearing something. Well, in March, we heard something that was really bad news. That somebody had messed up, and Maddie's papers had not gotten where they were supposed to go, and Maddie was adopted out to someone else. Wow. That's amazing, Don. So what happened, this was a paperwork error. And I know that you sent me copies of the extensive paperwork that was filed. And I believe you filed or Brent filed them all with Vet Services at Fort Bragg. And it was an extensive amount of paperwork. And you sent me all the copies. And one thing that stuck out in my head and resonated this entire time we were working to get Maddie back was a poignant email sent last December when Brent is just asking to come to Fort Bragg to visit with Maddie for the holidays before they could, you know, get the adoption through, just to have a visit with them. And that kind of broke my heart when I read that. He just wanted to see his dog for Christmas. And that just was, it was so beautiful, but it broke my heart that we weren't able at that point in time to to find Maddie. So it was kind of an amazing time. So all this paperwork had gone through and somehow it got lost. Is that right? Yeah, for the second time. And, uh, but we did eventually, 
flip through to OPMG and we found out that Maddie had been adopted out to someone in North Carolina. And um, then uh, we got uh, my congressmen, my senators, and everybody involved in it. And unfortunately, I kept getting the same rhetoric back from them, form letters and letters from the uh, provost marshal's office saying that it was out of the military's hands, that they would assist Brent in and expedite him getting a new working dog. You don't know how people can do that, how they even think that, that another dog is going to replace a dog that laid beside you in the mud and the snow, the rain, and then the creek full of human feces when there was fighting going on. Well, the dog was right there beside you the whole time. How can you replace that animal? You can't. You can't. There was a special bond between Brent and Maddie, and, and I know you are just now really learning some of their stories of what they did together side by side in serving and keeping other soldiers safe as well, because Brent's now opening up and talking about it. But kind of the most unimaginable of circumstances, wasn't it, Don? I was a peacetime soldier, so I have no idea what he went through. None whatsoever. And you know what? I really don't want to ever know. Right, right. Well, I want to ask Debbie something. Debbie, you sent your son off to war. He comes back, and all he wants is his dog. What were you thinking last Thanksgiving, last December, as your son was back and trying to recover, and you were just thinking about this dog to make his dreams come true? What was in your mother's heart at that time? I was watching my son slowly slip away. He needed the dog. I told him I said, contact vet services and we can go see the dog over Christmas. And, well, as you know, that didn't happen. And as time went on, he became more withdrawn. He really didn't, didn't care for too many people. But with having Maddie back within 12 hours, he started talking more. He's smiling more. I am ever so thankful that we got Maddie back. Amazing. And so last year at this time, you saw your son slipping away and what a difference it's made in just this short amount of time in terms of getting Maddie back. Well, listeners, we want you to stay tuned because we want to tell you about this amazing reunion, Maddie and Brent back together for the holidays. And I really want you to hear what this hero dad and hero mom went through to make sure that their son had every opportunity to have Maddie back in his life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this brief message. This is Dr. Robin Gansert. You're listening to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's designerpetsweaters.com, the latest fashion trends for our furry friends. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. 
From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We now have Don and Debbie Gromit ready to tell us about the amazing reunion story and what happened after so much wanting and wishing and reaching out to powers of be to get Maddie back home. Don, let's go back and visit what happened in August when we met. We reached out to the Fort Bragg media, didn't we? Tell us what we did in Fort Bragg. Share with our listeners. We uh, reached out. We got a hold of uh, um, Nicole Card with ABC 11 at North Carolina. She did a story, the American Humane Association and the BFW both volunteered $5,000 for the return of Maddie, along with a new forever working dog for that family, and a trip to Los Angeles to the Hero Dark Award, where Dr. Gander would have liked Maddie to be handed over to Brent at that time, but unfortunately, that never happened. That's right. We did everything we could to reach out in the community where we thought that the family was who had adopted Maddie, just to give them every incentive possible to turn Maddie over. We recognized the adoption was legal, but we just wanted the family to know how much it meant to the Gromits to get Maddie back and Maddie reunited with their son, Brent. So American Humane was very happy to step up with you, Dawn, and to provide a grant to the family. VFW was so passionate about this story, they matched our grant dollar for dollar, and of course, we offered this special incentive of having the family join us on the Hero Dog Awards so they could reunite Maddie with Brent. And, you know, it went so quiet. We thought at that particular point in time, what is going to happen, and are we ever going to find Maddie? Because everything we could do to reach out to that family just didn't realize our dreams. So tell me what happened now. Walk us into what happened in November as we're approaching Veterans Day. Who called you and what did she want to feature? Well, my new good friend, Maureen Callahan, called me and wanted to do a story in the New York Post on my son and Maddie and the big mother. And I did the interview. He called my son and he did the interview. Then it wasn't a day later I had... Dr. Michael Savage from the Savage Nation radio show wanting to do a national radio show on the subject. We did that radio show, and then Fox News wanted to do a TV show, a national TV show on Maddie and Brent. And when I got home from doing the national TV show, after two Michael Savage shows and the post or the New York Post show, I got a call from a congressman's office out of North Carolina, Congressman Hudson, and he asked me if I was sitting down. And of course I wasn't, so I said no. He said, Well, Mr. Gummy, I think you better. So I sat down in my chair. I talked to him on the phone, and he said, how would you like this working dog delivered to your house? Wow. 
And I'm like, what do you need? And he's like, well, I have a number for you to call. Um, these people are wanting to get Maddie back to you. And it just, I mean, I was just overwhelmed. I just busted out in tears. My wife was there at that point, and I just didn't contain it anymore. It was so well, as soon as I recovered, I called the number he had given me, mm-hmm. and it was a third party who was willing to take Maddie in until we could get there because the people that had Maddie did not really want to meet me, and I really didn't want to meet them I, mm-hmm. because I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. I really didn't want to know the people because I didn't want to accidentally slip and say their name in an interview or something. So right. it was better just not to know it. But the gentleman asked me, he said, we can we can break Maddie up and air him to you. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. That dog is not going on the airplane. I will be in the car at 4 o'clock on Friday morning, and we will be there by 8 o'clock Friday night. That's wonderful. And so after all of this media, the Michael Savage show, certainly Greta Van Susteren and Fox News, and of course, starting out with Maureen Callahan's incredible reporting in the New York Post, which I tell you, I think that had the entire country talking about the story of Maddie, the adoption that happened, and how Brent just needed Maddie to come home to him. And here we are. Take us to that Friday night just a week ago, and you're in North Carolina, and you have Brent with you and Debbie's with you. Tell us about the first couple of moments as Maddie gets to see Brent for the first time in over a year. Well, we were about an hour out from the original pickup point of Maddie, and we get received a phone call not to come to the original pickup place because there was media hanging around. So we met at another place that was a people's home, and mm-hmm. um, we had Maddie, a big air-conditioned heated kennel uh, behind their house, and we uh, go in their house, and of course they, you know, very, very nice, and offered us drinks and food, of course Pat was like, no, I just wanted to see my dog now, so they let us out to the back of the house, and went through the door on the garage, and straight across from the door, there the kennels with hunting dogs in it, and one lone German Shepherd. And wow. the Shepherd's kind of laying down, not paying any attention, and Brent just says the dog's name, Maddie. And a voice about that loud, he didn't yell or anything else. Maddie jumps up, cocks his head side to side, like dogs do. He's Brent, and just charges the fence. And wow. the gentleman that we picked the dog up from walked over and unpinned the gate and opened, let the door open. And Maddie made it about 25 feet and two leaps, up on Brent's shoulders, almost knocking down. <laughs> Those two went to the ground and started rolling around, and Maddie was just running all over him like a cat. Just <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Wow. Debbie, how did you feel? I mean, a mom's dream come true. How did it feel at that moment to see that dog and your boy? It was absolutely a dream come true. It was absolutely wonderful. I, I don't even know if I can put it into words. Brent started smiling and he was so happy that I wanted my son back. And with Maddie's help, this happened. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. We thank everybody so, so much.
It's amazing. Well, I know the next morning I had the opportunity to meet you all at a little restaurant in North Carolina, a little Cracker Barrel where we met and I got to hug Maddie as well and and hug all of you. And it's been quite a journey, quite a journey we've been on to bring this story to the attention of all Americans, all Americans who I know would feel that it was the right thing to do to get this war dog back with his soldier because the bond that they share is so powerful. It's powerful on the battlefields, and it's also powerful when they're back home, where they both can work on healing from those invisible wounds of war. So just an amazing experience to be with you all in North Carolina that Saturday morning. We thank you so much for everything you have done, and everybody else that was involved, but it doesn't seem like enough on our part. Just seeing Brent smile, Debbie, made it all worthwhile for all of us at American Humane Association. And I know you told me that morning he hasn't really smiled in a really long time. No, he hasn't. When he went off, I told him, don't lose your smile and keep your heart safe. And that was our little, whenever I would get to talk to him, while he was in Afghanistan, I always ended with that. And when he came back, his heart was kind of broken, and I didn't see the smile. And now the smile is coming back and his heart is mending. And that's because of the bond that he is best for Maddie share. Incredible. Well, friends, all of our listeners, you know, this has been a long time coming to get Specialist Brent Gromit and, and Military Working Dog Maddie reunited for Maddie's retirement. And I'll tell you, there's a few things that we're working on as we work on with all of our military dogs. In this case, we were so thrilled on Veterans Day after Maureen Callahan's article came out, we were thrilled to be able to announce from the Veterans Day parade that American Humane Association has secured with the U.S. War Dogs Association and Red Bank Veterinary Hospital Systems free specialty medical care for all retired military working dogs and contract working dogs. And that is so important so that veterans and soldiers like Brent Gromit, when they choose to adopt their battle buddy, that they won't have to incur the very expensive specialty medical care. And I want to thank our friends at Red Bank Veterinary Hospital Systems for providing free specialty medical care. That's the very expensive medical care for advanced cases. And now we're looking for partners. Hopefully someone's listening to help us provide for all retired military and contract working dogs free primary medical care so that their soldiers, again, who adopt these war dogs and provide them a forever loving home won't have to incur any expense whatsoever for the care and welfare of these hero dogs. So I hope that all of our listeners will help us make that dream a reality just like we've made specialty medical care a reality that we announced on on November 11th from New York City for war dogs like Maddie. And Don and Debbie, with you sharing our story, your powerful story of hope and healing, I feel sure that we'll be able to get our listeners excited about that. But there's another call to action for our listeners, and that's about a very special piece of legislation called Maddie's Wish. Don, would you like to share with our listeners what you want to see happen in terms of changing the law so that it never has a situation like a dog like Maddie being adopted without having their former soldier handlers given the first round. Talk to us about Maddie's wish. 
Praise list is something that Dr. Gander and I came up with because I realized that once we had Maddie back, it just won a battle. I thought it was a war, but it was only the battle. The war is the getting Maddie's wish passed because my son is not the only handler that has rudeness anguish. I realized that some handlers are physically unable to take care of their dogs. And when that becomes a thing, if their family wants that dog, they should be allowed to have that dog. It should be in writing, in the law, that if for any reason a handler and dog are injured, the handler automatically gets the dog. There's no, the the people who get rid of the dog have to get a signed release from the handler saying that he doesn't want the dog. And if that would have happened, Don, if that would have happened with Maddie, we would never have been working this year to get Maddie back. It would have already been, the paperwork error would have been realized. Isn't that true? That's true. That's exactly true. In the case of where a handler should die in combat, this dog should automatically go to his his family, his wife, his kids, his mother, his father, his brothers and sisters. You know, whatever family member would want the dog. And it should be offered to the family prior to being adopted out or reassigned to someone else. And that's what Maddie's all about, is making it easier for these heroes to retain their hero partners. Instead of making it so hard that that most of them give up before they get through the first phase of round one, you know? I know. You know, I sit there and I think about what Brent was going through. You know, I just know that Brent wouldn't have gotten Maddie back had it not been for your efforts, Don, as a hero dad. And with Debbie right beside you as the hero mom, really fighting the system to make sure that this error was known and that people would do the right thing about getting Maddie back. So kudos to you. And Brent's very fortunate to have such incredible parents as you two. Thank you. I just like to think that I'm just a regular parent. I would walk across fire for either one of my kids, and I would like to think that other parents are the same way. That's beautiful, and it's so inspirational. Well, you know, as we think about how we can stop these things from these errors from happening in the future, I encourage all of our listeners to go to my blog at AmericanHumane.org. Look at my blog, and there's a letter drafted for members of Congress. And if you feel strongly about Maddie and Maddie's wish, by all means, take that letter from the blog and send it to your members of Congress so that we can get unanimous support for amending Robbie's law and making Maddie's wish a reality for all of those hero dogs serving alongside our servicemen and women in the line of duty. These truly are uh, stories of heroes on both ends of the leash. And American Humane Association is committed to making sure these battle buddies are reunited, provided all the services they need so they can both have a forever loving home in their retirement, a retirement for these dogs and dignity in thanks for all they've done for serving alongside our soldiers and saving so many lives. Don and Debbie, do you have any final words for our listeners as we enter the Thanksgiving holiday? Uh, I just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving and, you know, the greatest of Christmas and New Year's. And thank everybody for all their support on uh, helping me get my son's dog back to me. 
Well, Don and Debbie, our Thanksgiving wishes to you and to yours. And please give Maddie a very special hug from all of us at American Humane Association as you celebrate this Thanksgiving, a family reunited and celebrating the best of our great nation. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Dr. Robin Ganser. You're listening to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We'll be right back after this brief message. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle, and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Be Humane. This is Dr. Robin Gansert. You've been listening to the story of Maddie, military working dog Maddie, and the Gromit family. It's been quite a journey, and uh, on behalf of all of us at American Humane Association, we've been honored to be part of that. The Gromits have certainly been inspirations to us, an inspiration to keep on fighting the good fight, to make sure that the wrongs in our world are made right. And it's really a story of one dad up against a larger system and winning the battle to make sure that his son is whole again after fighting the war on terror again in the most unimaginable of circumstances. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Gromits as they're celebrating this Thanksgiving with their entire family and a very special four-legged hero, Maddie. You know, on behalf of all of us at American Humane Association, we're thankful for you, our listeners, our supporters, our friends. We're thankful for everyone who's been part of our Animal Stars book tour. I'm thinking about some very special kids that I've met on our cross-country 12-city tour as we celebrated those Animal Stars who make us smile and make us laugh and just teach us so much about the bond. I'm thinking about Ricky from Houston. Tyler from Kansas City, and Catherine from Winston-Salem, very special kids who I know will grow up and change their own communities for the better and be the voice of all animals. 
I want to send a special thanks to our hero dogs and our hero vet and Vero Vet Tech, who we celebrated on the Hallmark Channel on October 30th. These incredible stories of very special humans and very special dogs made all of us smile, made more than one of us share a few tears, and certainly allowed all of America to learn much more about the value of working dogs in our lives. These very special hero dogs are dogs who work to save us on the battlefields like Maddie and like this year's military hero dog Cheney, service dogs like JJ who serves alongside little KK saving her life every day and allowing her to live a life along with regular kids in school. How special is that? Arson dog Kai who does so much great work in the great city of San Antonio. And of course, law enforcement dog Coda, who could forget that powerful story of coming back against a horrible injury and still serving his community in Winchester, Virginia. And of course, all of us have big hearts, big hearts full of love for one of the last remaining 9-11 hero dogs, search and rescue dog Brittany. These hero dogs, so many of them, the nominated ones, the winning dogs for this year, remind us of the power of the bond and certainly how there are hero dogs and heroes on both ends of the leash. And our winning hero dog this year is Susie, therapy dog Susie, who again, provides us all with an inspirational example of how one woman and one dog can change the laws in her state, really setting an example for all of us to end animal abuse and cruelty in our own hometowns. I want to give a special thanks for our Red Star volunteers who make us so proud by going into communities after times of disaster and in times of crisis, saving lives and reuniting animals with their family members. I want to thank our entire American Humane Association, our community, our board, our staff for their leadership, their engagement, and their day-to-day work as boots on the ground in communities across our great country, working on farms to ensure the humane treatment of nearly 1 billion animals, working in children's hospitals for the first ever clinical trial to prove the efficacy of animal-assisted therapy for kids facing cancer, and certainly our incredible team members who are working in No Animals Were Harmed, ensuring that our animal stars are protected and in really entrusting the Humane Charter while working in film and entertainment. And certainly, as I look at our programs, our programs are made possible due to you, our listeners and our supporters. Thank you for allowing us to reunite Maddie with specialist Brent Gromit. Thank you for making the dreams come true of Sergeant James Harrington as he is celebrating this Thanksgiving with his war dog, Raggy. And Jason with Sela and Dina with Thor and Nick with Fieldy. So many examples of the way that we've done our work this year at American Humane Association, bringing compassion, caring, and hope as we've done for nearly 140 years. From all of us at American Humane Association, we wish you the best of Thanksgiving and the best in this holiday season. And please remember today and every day to always be humane. Thank you and listen to us next week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.